Welcome to Sue and B Yell at Angel, a break-off podcast from Sue Watches Buffy, where Sue and B yell at the show Angel. I'm B, and I'm Sue. this week because she is so angry. She is taking special extra mama bear care of Angel tonight. Yes. So <laughs> Angel is in the mama bear bed. His own little mama bear bed. Yep, she made up a special room just for Angel. Because yeah. we're talking about Apocalypse Nowish, Habeas Corpses, and Long Day's Journey. Is that what it's called? Yeah. So... How you doing, B? Welcome. <laughs> I'm not well. <laughs> I cannot believe where they went and how they went there. And anyways. Oh yeah, it's. I'm still just in shock because I. Just watched him last night, so I haven't had much time to really wrap my head around it. And it's just very... I, I just cannot believe they went there. <laughs> I thought the kiss was bad enough. <laughs> All right, I'm here. I think you two could use a little mama bear in here. <laughs> we need mama bear. We do. Well, I can't provide a lot of comfort. But I can <laughs> help you talk through it and promise you that I still love this show and I still love the season. There's life after this. <laughs> it's all a bad dream, isn't it? No, it's not. <laughs> Damn it. Unless we all had the same bad dream. <laughs> This is my pregnant nightmare that I can't wake up out of. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we give too much away, oh, that's right. We shall gotta... we 
Cat's Crypt, get Cat's Crypt out of the way. Yep, let's do Cat's Crypt so that she's probably going, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> Stuff happens on Angel that you actually care about, Cat. There is a time where that will happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Surprise. It is coming. Yep. Did B go away for you? Yep. Okay. Are you there, B? I'm here. Oh, oh okay. you broke off. Yeah. Oops. Okay, so I read Cat's script. She says, I got through this week's assignment fairly quickly. Really trying to meet our goal of finishing around Christmas so we can watch the last episode together. That would be so fun. Uh, superstar, clue number one. That there was something very different about this episode was that Jonathan was in the opening credits. Now, I always fast forward through the credits, but this time I caught the last few seconds and was like, okay, that's weird. Jonathan is in there. Then when his image kept showing up, like on Anya's cereal box, for example, I thought it was a dream. Probably Jonathan's dream. But then it just went on too long to be a dream. And then, so then I thought, alternate universe. I thought this episode was fun. I thought Buffy looked her best throughout this whole assignment. Really pretty, very fit. I love Giles first denying, then sheepishly admitting he had a Jonathan swimsuit calendar. <laughs> and then getting it out of its hiding place. So funny. That was awesome. <laughs> yep. Uh, so one thing that I don't get about it, and I will try my best to articulate my confusion. <laughs> I don't understand when we are thrown into an alternate universe, all of a sudden, and just accept it for what it is. I mean, don't the characters have memories? Okay, so Buffy realized what was happening, but did her memory get affected by being in that spell? Wouldn't she have memories when life wasn't Jonathan-centric? Like the day before when life was normal? Um, we're probably not supposed to think of like that and just accept it, but this one seemed particularly confusing in that regard. Well, I don't know if this answers your question, but in a story like this, when an alternate universe happens, it shifts everything it shifts all their memories right all the way back so it's they're not just thrown into an alternate universe and be like whoa this is what life is like now it's like this is what their life has always been always like. been like right it, it is that. hard to like wrap your head around it right and and it's it's tough when you try and like look at it like through butterfly effect eyes that they'd all be in the same spot and you know right relatively normal except for this one thing i mean there were subtle differences but not enough you'd think for something like this but you just have to shush just, just shush it and accept it that <laughs> yep it's what life's always been like to them yeah um where the wild things are. <laughs> oh, man. Poor cat. Oh, poor cat. Um, are these college-age people playing spin the bottle? Seriously? Oh, this episode was beyond bad. So many levels of bad. I feel so sorry for the actors who played the people who were touching the wall. <laughs> she says... If I was the most 
most desperate fledgling actor in the world, I would have taken one look at the script and been, nope. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what we need you to do is touch this wall. (laughs) Oh, I hated that so much. (laughs) It's the worst. It was the worst. Uh, She says, I'm on Team Xander, but Giles is singing. It was weird. I did have to laugh sincerely one time in this episode, and that was when Xander to the old lady goes, you smell sin, lady? Well, who smelt it, dealt it. Oh, my God. That was good. Yes, that was good. My other good laugh is Xander also when when he and Anya are fighting at the party, and he's like, I put up a lot with you, most in this past minute. Yes. (laughs) That was awesome. That makes me laugh a lot. (laughs) <laughs> um, New Moon Rising Ah, Oz There was some sweet and sad stuff in this episode I'm glad they did that It was good to have some closure To the Oz and Willow relationship Riley hit a new low in my estimation With this line I'm an anarchist <laughs> Oh, that made me so mad Riley just needs to die already <laughs> I believe we had a large tantrum About him calling himself an anarchist We hated that as well say how did she feel about Riley I don't remember she hated him right off yeah she was like me the first little meet cute I was like nope (laughs) (laughs) I hated him so bad that first time (laughs) oh man (laughs) um Angel, the ring. This episode did not interest me at all. <laughs> That's all she says. <laughs> I don't remember what that one was. That was like the Demon Fight Club. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Eternity. This one did. I kind of liked it. No notes, though. I suck. She Eternity says, was the actress that wanted to be a vampire. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. I like that one a little better than you did. It was, yeah, I didn't really like that. I liked the ring better than you guys. (laughs) Right. (laughs) She says, okay, but I did also get in the next assignment, almost. The assignment was to watch two angels, then the last three Buffies of season four, then watch three more angels to finish up season one. I did the first part, but totally forgot I wasn't done after the Buffies. So I haven't finished Angel yet. I watched 5x5 and Sanctuary. Both I thought were very good, if I remember correctly. That thing Wolfram and Hart hired to kill Faith was freaky. That first time you see it is very startling and scary. The point of view is from above, but it's out of frame. And it just like pounces on this bowl of food set out, and you just see its back, and it's totally scary. Oh, yeah, okay, I remember. Oh, yeah, that was a cool scene. Yep. The scenes with Buffy and Angel are pretty brutal. And I wonder what's going to happen with Faith. I can't believe I forgot to finish this assignment. I'll get right on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the last couple episodes of Angel Season 1 are decent. I don't know. I don't remember. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think she's got the, uh, the girl with the t- telekinetic powers ahead mm. of her. Oh, no, no. Shoot, that's season two. Spoiler, cat. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
I just cut that out. I don't remember what's... <laughs> I don't remember how it ends. I do remember the last, very last scene. She's probably seen it by now, but I don't want to spoil her if she hasn't. Someone comes back. Hmm. <laughs> She's seen it. Darla. <laughs> oh, okay, that's right. Gets resurrected. That's right. Okay. That's all I remember about the end. Okay, so she did watch a couple more Buffy's then. Um, so she watched the Yoko Ono Factor. <laughs> it's called the Yoko Factor. Yeah, the Yoko Factor. <laughs> um, she says, I'm a spoo. Spoo? Spoo? <laughs> Sue and Spike ship. <laughs> 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 That's amazing. <laughs> she says, I'm a Sue and Spike. I will defend John and Yoko to the death. Yay! <laughs> Our family, we're Yoko defenders. <laughs> yep. um, I liked how they treated the disillusion of the friendships. It was very successful, very well done. Spike had some great lines in this one with Adam. He called him Mr. Bits, which made me laugh. <laughs> and when he told him he'd be just like Tony Robbins if he was tall, ugly, Frankenstein-like, you're exactly like Tony Robbins. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> and Tara and Willow's kitty is the cutest thing ever. Oh. Miss Kitty uh, Fantastic always cute. Yep, it's a cute little kitty. Uh, primeval. Not terrible, but had some terrible elements that seems to be all I remember about it. And they both around, revolve around forest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. First, his makeup was so bad. Oh, Bonded but the others. Yes, Bonded <laughs> Forest. That's right. <laughs> what was it again? I called him Fondant Forest. Yes. It looks like cake fondant. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but the other zombies, Dr. Walsh and that other guy, were kind of scary, I thought. Except that their tubes had so many air bubbles in them that it ruined it for me. <laughs> the air bubbles in the tubes <laughs> ruined it for <laughs> <laughs> Their tubes were dumb, though. Oh, the tubes were so dumb. Um, she says, but the way they moved in their eyes were pretty scary. Oh, but it had about the worst moment ever, in my opinion. It was when Riley discovers reanimated Forrest and mutters, Oh, God, and then Forrest says, God has nothing to do with it. <laughs> it is bad. <laughs> <clears throat> that just seemed so contrived to me. Like someone thought of that line and thought it was so good and wanted to use it somewhere and contrived a way to use it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it read to me. Like setting up and spiking a volleyball. I hate that. Well, those are my notes for that part of the assignment I actually watched. But I have a movie recommendation real quick. I hope that's appropriate. But knowing you guys, I think you'd both like it. It's The Skeleton Twins. It's Kristen Wiig and Bill Hader. So how can it not deliver? It's so great. Cheers. Legata. Yeah, I keep meaning to watch that. It's well, on, I've never heard of it. It's well, maybe on, I have. I think it's on Netflix. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, 
Can we give Cat a little... Wait a minute. I have one thing. Did you watch Restless, Cat? Or did you forget to watch that, too? I could see Cat thinking that Primeval was the end. <laughs> <laughs> and not realizing, because it is, it is like a finale, and then they have that weird dream episode. Right, right. that's so right. So she either forgot to watch it or forgot to talk about it. Um, anyway, I think we should give Cat a little cheer for finishing season four. I know. <laughs> I have a feeling she may like season five as much as I do, and she might race through it. Yeah, it'll. I'm I'm really curious to see what she thinks of season five. Mm-hmm. Good stuff is coming, Cat. You did your dues. <laughs> yep. It yep. Cards here. <laughs> it does. <laughs> to people like us. Some people are done with it. Yep. I think she's going to like season five. Yeah, I'm... We're all wondering. We all want to talk to future Cat. Yep. <laughs> what she thinks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, thanks, right. Cat. Godspeed on the uh, finishing the series with us. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, present cat, you should start. Stop listening now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and future cat may join along in the yells. We'll see. <laughs> oh, she will be yelling. <laughs> so, All right. Okay. All right. So. I am going to read Harold's feedback. You got to read the title of his. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his feedback is called Angel. Connor takes the mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I am sure that Sue only wants to talk about Cornelia, <laughs> but let's take a moment to mourn another ship that sadly now will never come to pass. Lauren. That's Lauren and Gavin. <laughs> Who's Gavin? He's the gin Lila guy from Wolfman Heart. <laughs> Jin that you oh. used to be on Lost. You saw enough of Lost to know Jin. Yes. There there was a ship for them? I've never heard of one. Yeah, There'd be different. a lot of suits involved in that ship. Yes, there would be. I think it's Harold's way of saying, I just don't want to talk about Connor. <laughs> Let's just pretend that Lori and Gavin got together. Something else exists. It's never going to happen now. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I feel like I have to tiptoe around Cordelia and Connor, not only because it is a potential shark-jumping moment, but because it is hard to discuss without spoilers once you have seen more episodes to see where this all goes. This much I can say, their having sex feels totally wrong, and not just because last season we saw her acting as Connor's mother. There is no chemistry between the two actors, the plot development just doesn't feel properly set up, and something seems off with Charisma Carpenter so far this season. <clears throat> I agree. Yes. 
However, I must give credit where credit is due, and I did like the way that Vincent Carthizer played Connor going all puppy dog the morning after. He played a decent kind of Vincent Carthizer character. You want to punch in the face? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he did that very Great well. Slime ball. <laughs> yep. Wesley, shooting at the beast with guns in both hands, Chow Yun-Fat style, is one of my favorite badass Wesley moments in the series. Uh, yes. oh, yeah. That move is forever ruined by Hot Fuzz, but ruined in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> but I will always laugh when I see that <laughs> and think of Nick Frost. <laughs> and if you out there have never seen Hot Fuzz, you gotta watch that movie. It is on Netflix. I almost watched it the other night. I almost did just because of the two guns. I was oh, like, oh, I want to watch Hot Fuzz. <laughs> I don't want to okay. watch the rest of these angels. <laughs> you can't make me. I haven't seen it. I'll have to check it out. It's my favorite of those. Uh... Do you ever watch those? Um... Like with Simon you... Pegg and Nick Frost and the Edgar Wright movies um like uh, Shaun of the dead Shaun of the dead hot fuzz oh i've always wanted to and i never like get the chance to because they're but you said this one's on netflix uh-huh hot yeah fuzz it's, it's not too old on netflix cool. but yeah i was really excited when it came on but i haven't watched it yet it's my favorite of all of those most people's it's Shaun of the dead but mm-hmm. i think hot fuzz is hilarious i love Shaun of the dead too but it's amazing I I think Oh, I love Shaun of the Dev. I think At World's End, I think is the other one. Yeah, that's the one I haven't seen yet. It's the newest. I think it's on Netflix too. It seems oh, like man. I saw something about it and was excited cuz I I've seen it. I red boxed it and loved it. I totally want to have a little Edgar Wright fest. Yes. <laughs> is Pretend there one about... he's our cousin. Our funny British cousin (laughs) Isn't there one about a pub crawl or something That's the one That's the At World's End I think it's called Okay. World's End or At World's End Yeah It's hilarious And has like the most bizarre twist I've ever seen So (laughs) unexpected (laughs) Okay back to this (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> we should talk out. about hot fuzz. <laughs> Let's not talk about Cornelia or whatever. <laughs> okay. It was a very surprising development to have the beast rampage through the offices of Wolfram and Hart. They have been set up as the series' big bad, and all of a sudden, there's a bigger bad in town. Even the girl in the white room is gone, severing the connection to the senior partners. One thing that I was surprised on rewatch was that I had remembered the rain of fire and the blotting out of the sun as having happened in one fell swoop. So I was surprised to see sunlight coming through the windows in the second episode. I was too. Watching it now, these similar endings seem a bit redundant. Perhaps so. Mm. I don't think I've said too much in feedback about the Wesley and Lila relationship. But since it appears now to be over, and she may even have been written off the show, I have a few thoughts about her and their relationship. Prior to her connection with Wesley, 
They were riding Lila as close to soulless as a human gets. Probably her worst moment was when she had the guy with the exposed brain who turned Cordelia's visions against her as a way to get Angel to help her with a client. They did give her that one scene where she was talking to her mom, but other than that she had been almost demonic in her ruthlessness. I think her original hookup with Wesley was merely an inroad to recruit him over to Wolfram and Hart or to get close to him to get information, but over time she became emotionally invested in their relationship and she became jealous of Fred, which led to those scenes where Lila was reduced to play acting as Fred in order to try and hold on to him. I'm a little surprised how the writers have got me to feel sad and embarrassed for her. <laughs> yeah. Very embarrassed for her and sad. Yes. Not sad like, aw, but like, oh, that's really sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and a little aw sad. I felt kind of sorry for her at the very end. Mm-hmm. The leave the glasses online. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's the clincher right there. With man. Ouch. And her face. And she does it anyway. Yeah. yeah, she does it anyway, and then, and then when she comes to see Wesley and he breaks it off, and she's like, "Well, I could put the glasses back on," and he's like, "Don't embarrass me. I know. You know, don't embarrass yourself or something." <laughs> it's just really cringy. It's yeah, it's really yep. embarrassing. <laughs> it is. Okay. Also, we get an in memory of card for Glenn Quinn, which gives us a general idea of when he died. I read somewhere online that the Manny character was a bit of a tip of the hat to Doyle, as they were kind of similar. Harold. Hmm. Yeah, I saw the in memory of card. Yeah, and I was like, oh, well, that's where he dies. Hmm. Yeah. R.I.P. Glenn Quinn. <laughs> yep. Thanks, right. Harold. Thanks, Harold. We talked on Sue Watches Buffy. Since everyone, he and Ray brought it only this afternoon, their stuff, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> not a lot of feedback. Is everyone feeling the way I do? <laughs> no one wants to talk about it. <laughs> but Harold and Ray came through. Yep. Yep. Well, thanks, Harold. And maybe it's Manny's influence, but I think you're Ray today, Ray. Yeah. <laughs> yep, we're going with Ray. So. We're almost. So. <laughs> and Ray says, um, Apocalypse Nowish. The first half of this episode is kind of boring. It's all pretty much just built up to the beast showing up. They spend that time just showing us that paranormal activity is up around L.A. and having Fred and Gunn continue to be awkward with each other. Seems like a lot of filler to me. I feel like the main takeaways are that the Beast rose in the same place that Connor was born. The Beast is seemingly unstoppable, and Connor and Cordy have sex. Speaking of that, ew. (laughs) 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 The Cordy-Connor hookup is part of the reason why season four tends to get a little bit of a bad rap by some fans and why I don't like it as much as seasons two and three. In real life, it seems that Vincent Carthizer was like 23 or 24 when this episode was made. Really? Wow. So it's not that gross, but he looks like he's 15 in my opinion. 
So it feels like you are watching something inappropriate. He does. He looks like he's like 15 (laughs) or 16. Yeah, it does. It feels totally inappropriate. And it's not, it really isn't just because she was changing his diapers a few weeks ago. Right. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was months. I forgot about the summer. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Could still be weeks. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Still measured in weeks, if you like. <laughs> he says, uh, not to mention, we saw Cordy changing Connor's diapers not that long ago. Yep. Yes. I guess the episode does a fairly good job of building up the feeling of dread for what's to come, but besides that, I'm not a big fan. Oh, I just remembered Lila role-playing as Fred for Wesley. That was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, habeas Corpses. I like this episode a lot better. I think the Wolfram and Heart Massacre is very brutal and a really good way of showing how strong the beast is by having him be able to go through the white room and kill the little girl. We have always thought of Wolfram and Heart as this all-powerful entity, so showing how easily the beast can just walk right in there and kill everyone is a great show of its power. I also love seeing Wesley pick a side. Even though Wes got dark and will likely never go back to the way he was, he is... At his core, a good person, and he wants to fight evil and wants to be part of the Angel Investigations family. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I I did the yay, not Ray. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was very heroic in saving Lila and then finding Angel to tell him about Connor and going back into danger again. This was a very good episode for Wesley in general. My one major problem with the episode is the whole zombie thing. While zombie lawyers were better than the zombie cops in season two, we never got an explanation for why the dead lawyers turned into zombies. <laughs> we hear a couple theories, but that's it. I don't know if it was the way it was cut or what, but I also found it weird that it looked like Gunn sacrificed himself to save Fred and Wesley and then just opened the door a couple minutes later and it was fine and they didn't talk about it again. That was yeah. so weird. <laughs> I know. It's like, oh, he just died. And then, and then it just kind of comes out. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> He's, Ray says, maybe it was just me, but it just felt weird because he was about to be swarmed and he was barely had a scratch on him when he pops back up. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, I like this episode as it is very dark and brutal display of the beast powers. Um, Yeah, I've got something to say about that little scene with gun in my notes. <laughs> um, and then Long Day's Journey. I find this episode to be generally pretty good. I like the adventure that we are sent on by the whole totem thing. And it has some really fun secondary characters. As I said before, I'm a fan of Gwen, so I like seeing her again. I think she adds something to the dynamic of the group. She is a good guy, but you can't totally trust her because she is also a thief. So she wants to do good and help, but always looking out for herself over everything else. This makes her a little bit of a wild card. I always laugh when she apologizes to Gunn for killing him. I like Gwen's pad, too. Pretty sweet. Manny is also a fun secondary character. I like it when characters are totally different than what you're expecting them to be. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Wesley seems to be back as a full-time member of the team. There is still some tension between Wesley and Gunn, though. Ugh. Some tension. Uh, it's got to stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Cordy was able to talk some sense into Angel and bring him out of his funk. No one broods quite like Angel. And then the episode ends with a bombshell that Angelus and the Beast knew each other in the past, and we got the suggestion from Wesley that the best way to fight the Beast might might be to bring back Angelus. Angelus. (laughs) (laughs) Now that's a good cliffhanger. Sue, do you think that Angel will agree to do a plan that turns him back into Angelus? And if so, how do they even make that happen? <sighs> I don't know. I've been thinking about this. I, think... I don't. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, I think that they will bring back Angelus because they like bringing back Angelus. Don't know how, but they did just mention something about how Cordelia was. Didn't Lauren say something to Angel about she may not be your moment of perfect happiness or something? Yeah, he may have had perfect happiness with her, but... There's other fish in the sea or something? Yeah. Yeah. And And they've been setting up Gwen, yeah. (laughs) They've been setting up Gwen as a love interest, so... Yeah. But... I don't see I don't see a perfect happiness with Gwen though. Maybe they'll um have him go play hockey with Connor. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll call him dad. Which he he's been him. doing. I know. <laughs> I noticed that. But probably just so that Angel doesn't kill him the first time he sees him. <laughs> I think it's more of a defense mechanism, personally. <laughs> Survival? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I would love them to bring back Angelus. I would love nothing more. But they would ha- it would have to be so calculating, because they'd have to find a way to like harness him and get him back to Angel. Mm-hmm. So it would have to be like a temporary thing where they're all safe you know it just almost seems like too much could go wrong and they wouldn't be willing to risk that well like trying to set out 500,000 zombies into like yes, <laughs> yes. make them follow a road out of town <laughs> 20 miles should do it <laughs> is that a walking dead reference yes what could go wrong <laughs> Let's have a car and a motorcycle lead 200,000 zombies down a road. (laughs) It looks awesome, though. It is awesome. (laughs) But, but yeah, it just... So much could go wrong. I know. That's the thing. There's too many, like... But desperate times call for desperate measures. I know. That's the thing. Wesley and Fred are pretty smart. Yeah, that's what I keep thinking is that they're going to find it's not going to have to come to that. Like they're going to find a way for him to get that memory and figure out his weak spot without having to be Angelus or something. I don't know. I just, I would love for him to. I love Angelus, but I just, I don't know, for them to purposely do it. Because then how do they 
get him back to Angel? How do they make it just temporary? You know? They've done it before with spells. I mean, he got his soul through a spell. He he lost his soul through a spell. They're totally bringing back Angelos. It'd be awesome. I'd like to see how they do it if they do. Just how can we make this situation crappier? (laughs) Bring back Angelus. (laughs) (laughs) Then Connor really won't get cuddly with his dad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm interested to see where this is going. Not interested in Cornelia. I'm so glad I've got you two on this time. (laughs) It's fun to just hear you talk and just have me not. (laughs) (laughs) Lead the discussion and be like, "Ah, I know what happens. Yeah, (laughs) it's nice to hear two people that don't know what happens. You can be like coffee talk. <laughs> they bring back Angelus, discuss. Yes. <laughs> do they bring back Angelus and how do they do it? Discuss. <laughs> and what exactly goes wrong? <laughs> how many ways? <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm out of, I don't know. Should be interesting, though. Should be. I hope it is. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, you. (laughs) (laughs) You guys go. (laughs) Discuss. (laughs) These weren't boring episodes by any stretch of the imagination. No. Lots happened. Yeah. So... Yeah, I, although I didn't, I don't find Apocalypse Now-ish boring, but on rewatches, I find Habeas Corpses boring. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know why. It just is a little bit boring to me. I don't think it was my first time around. Yeah. I only watched it the one time, so that's my only... And I was entertained. I mean, I didn't find it boring. I am confused about the whole zombie thing. Yeah, that was a really weak zombie storyline. Totally. (laughs) Cool concept, but... Cool concept. Needed a little better execution. And just some sort of explanation, like... Yeah, that's what I mean. (laughs) Why are they zombies? Why? But does everyone the beast kill turn into a zombie? Is it or is really it a Wolfram and Hart defense mechanism? Yeah, which seems like a really risky defense mechanism. <laughs> yeah. Like you kill us and we're gonna turn into zombies. That, you know, that's a better explanation than some uh, having so. to do with the beast, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> but say. 
two-thirds of Wolfman Hart get slaughtered, and the rest are trapped in there because the building shut down <laughs> with, you know, their own turning on them. Mm-hmm. Not great. Yeah. True. But yes. I can see it just being like the beasts, you know, raising an army or something, or just... Yeah. That's kind of how I saw it, like, they were just to help him, even though he doesn't seem to need help in slaughtering a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But just kind of an army thing, like... Or just how to make the apocalypse happen, because it is an apocalypse. True. Or how to make the apocalypse worse. Hmm. Yeah. So, I bet it's the beast. Is doing. Yeah. I like your explanation better, though. That it's Wolfram and Hart. Yeah. <laughs> they all just turn into zombies when they die. I think someone mentions that as a building, a building security system. I think someone throws that theory out there on the show. Yeah. Oh, do they? Oh, yeah. I missed that. I was probably still angry. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> we could just breeze by Apocalypse Now-ish if you want. Sure. <laughs> Never, nothing happened during that show. Uh, Fred and Gun, Fred and Gun fought. Lila tried to be Fred to keep Wesley interested, and then it was done. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that happened. <laughs> <laughs> the Beast came back, and they all fought him. <laughs> the end. The end. So, <laughs> my first note is Lila's making me sad. <laughs> that must be the scene. <laughs> oh, we didn't do the rankings. Right. Uh, we have. <laughs> we have number six, number thirteen, and number fifteen. Well, I'm going to say Apocalypse now is 15 because everyone hates the Cordy and Connor stuff. And that Habeas Corpses is 13 and The Long Day's Journey is 6. Habeas Corpses is number 13, but Apocalypse now is number 6. Oh, wow. I was going to say because it's, you know controversial but you wouldn't forget this episode and yeah it's better and you know the the beast stuff's pretty good the fight it's pretty intense true mm-hmm. he really gets the best of angel and it's pretty crazy i mean when he is dangling angel and blood's coming out of his mouth you're like you know if he wasn't the main character of the show Oh, yeah. That's true. Uh-huh. I forgot that was in this one. Yeah. Then he gets thrown off a building and watches Connor and Cordelia have sex. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and then he hops into my mama bear pen. Uh, poor guy. It should have just been called, like, a really bad day for Angel. <laughs> Angel <laughs> no good, very bad. <laughs> <laughs> It's Angel's actually, worst day ever. Yes. <laughs> it's actually called Rain of Fire. It was on TV and everything because they ran into a few problems with the Apocalypse Now-ish 
title. <laughs> oh. Like. Because of the movie? Copyright. Yeah. Uh, copyright problems. But I believe the DVDs and Netflix all still use it. It did on Netflix, yeah. That's what they called it. But on Angel Phenomenon, Apocalypse Now wasn't on there. I'm like, oh, they feel like me. Let's just banish that episode. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just but forget about this one. <laughs> then I figured it out that they called it Reign of Fire, and then I saw on Wiki that there's a little explanation that it has two titles. What is it ranked overall? Uh, 31. Wow. Wow. The fighting stuff was good, and I really like, this is jumping ahead, but I really like that um, Wesley saved Gunn. I know, but oh, Gunn yeah. was still a dick to him after it's... Yeah. After, and I'm just so done with Gunn. And I Gunn sucks right now. I'm he really Let's talk about Fred and Gunn for a minute. I, Especially in this episode, do you guys understand Fred's feelings? Because I feel like I don't quite get them. Like how she runs away and goes to the diner? Just everything. And the bath, you know, when he said, I imagine our life, you know, us having a place like this, and she gets all weird. Then she doesn't want to take a bath with him. Then it turns out that, you know, they like sleep on opposite sides of the bed. Mm -hmm. And is she upset? Is she upset that he is that he killed the professor instead of her is she feeling affronted that he feels like because she's a girl she couldn't do it and he's being she's kind of annoyed at his chivalry is it a mixture maybe she doesn't get her feelings either (laughs) Mm -hmm. what's your guys' take I kind of take it as she watched the man she loves, like, break another person's neck, even though this is someone who sent her into a hell dimension for five years. And it was something two minutes ago she wanted to do? Yeah, but... The reality of it. I think the reality of it, and I think that would be a hard thing to... To watch, like yeah, know know that, that he's capable of that. Even though, I don't know. I don't know if she would have gone through with it. She wanted to, but I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I. That's kind of how I see it. I kind of stand by my theory that um, she, you know, thought of it as kind of like. A little sexist and a little bit like you don't think I can take care of myself and um, that you know kind of belittling that he felt like oh I'm going to protect you and do this for you Um, I think that's part of it too I think it could be kind of a mixture yeah Yeah, because it was also her revenge to have. She was the one that was sent mm-hmm. to the hell dimension, not him. Yeah. You know, she, he took that away yeah. from her. So. She has plenty of reasons 
to be this way. I just wonder if <laughs> the writers had one of them in mind more than the other, and if anyone had any insight. Mm-hmm. I think maybe, um, like, when he was trying to break up with her in the one where he sold his soul to get the truck. Yeah. Um, You know, he kind of did... Um, say say really you know uh, belittling things to her and she was like he would never say that he would never ever do something like that and then maybe she sees this as oh he kind of did so it's driven a wedge between them I just I couldn't remember the name of that episode, and I came up with Deal or No Deal, and I'm like, that I swear Sue called it. That. That's what I called it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the real name, <laughs> so I had to chuckle. It's something. It's something close to that because oh, I it's knew. Double or nothing. Double or ah, nothing. Yes. That's right. Yeah. I'm like, it's not the house always wins. That's the Lauren <laughs> one. Yeah. You know, it could also just be. Maybe they weren't as strong of a couple as they thought. Because she's supposed to be with Wesley. Yes. (laughs) And chose wrong. Going, you know, sometimes a situation like that is what kind of will put your relationship to the test. Yeah, the stress, you know, um, makes or breaks you. Right. Breaking them. Because, I mean,. he murdered that guy, you know. That wasn't a demon that he killed. That was a human. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'll tell you, further on, you know, going into the next couple episodes, he really gets under my skin with the insecurity about Wesley. Ugh, it goes on. It keeps going on, and it's like every time Wesley is on the scene, he has to make a comment, and he has to even, like, physically put himself in between the two. He did and that I in just, one of these. He had to, like, uh, that's what I'm saying. And put I'm his like, arm around her and, you know. It's... Just, like, claim his territory? Like He totally is. Yeah. And I just look at something like that, and it just exhausts me, and I just think, if you have to be that way with your girl, let her go. She's not your possession. Exactly. She, If you're so worried about her going to that other guy, let her go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think she would. she's already, like, she's definitely the one that's less into the relationship right now. Yes. Yes. Um, of the two of them. And seeing that kind of behavior, that would just make me walk away. Cause... Totally, because there's a scene, I think it's in the... Long Day's Journey one, where she and Wesley are having a legitimate conversation. They are trying to figure this out, and he's got it. He doesn't understand it, and he, like, puts his arm around her and says something stupid, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, they're trying to save the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yes. <laughs> There's no innuendo going on between the two. They're having, like, a legitimate conversation. Yeah, it just, it it really is annoying, because if you got to work that hard to keep your woman, then something's wrong in their relationship. Something's wrong, and let it go. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Let her know how you feel, and if she 
wants to be with you, she'll make a choice. If she doesn't, let her go now. Yep. Yeah. And I think Wesley has egged him on a little bit, but not to the point. He has, and his looks. He has, and he gives looks, and... Mm-hmm. But hey, you know... He's making no secret that he still has a little thing for her. Yeah. But he's also not too in your face. He's not... Wesley's not being a jerk about it. No, mm-hmm. he's not. And you know. Guns, you know, made it more than clear that this is his woman back off. And how many times do you need to do that? <laughs> Apparently a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Three times an episode. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, now let's talk a little Angel Cordy. When he comes to their place and they have that talk and she tells him <laughs> that she felt what Angelus did and she felt the victims and she felt how he felt. And she saw everything. His face absolutely breaks my heart. Mm. Oh, that is such a tough moment. Yeah. It makes me so sad. It he is. plays it so well. I think this is David Boreanaz's best moment acting. Yeah, he did really. I know. I just heard down. I'm like. He's crushed. He's crushed. But he's like... not like defiant about it and Mm -hmm. he's not like he's you know a lot of times you confront someone with that stuff you get defensive and he wasn't he was just he took it yeah there were no excuses made and he took it he took it kind of bravely it was amazing and you saw Mm -hmm. it all in his face Mm -hmm. it was good yeah I was just like oh don't tell him that you love him and then turn around and be like, I can't be with you. It's like, oh, like that's the I worst. Pose, there's going to be a butt in this. We can't just stop here. <laughs> oh, I know. And I'm sad for Cordy. I mean, you put yourself in her place and you think that'd be tough. I mean, it is tough hearing about stuff about people, you know. Mm hmm things they've done just hearing about it can be tough and to be like confronted with it really can make you feel a really icky way and you know I kind of get her side too yeah yeah it must have been just feeling it because she knew because at first I was like oh you know he's Angelus you know but then I was like well she didn't feel it though you to know. really like watch a movie in your mind though of everything he did and right. to feel the feelings and to know how he felt and to know how the victims felt it would be it that would be tough quite a tough thing and then but, all those memories just come rushing back to her mhm yeah but if she could if she could see how he was as jealous can't she see how he is his angel. That's what I was thinking too. Like, hasn't he? I don't know. He's trying so hard to make up for all that. Doesn't yeah, well, doesn't that it, count for something? <laughs> I bet it counts, but it might just not be enough right now. But 
you know, maybe it needs to just, the memories need to fade a little bit. <laughs> she did say something like that, that she just needed some time. Yeah. So I yeah. didn't take it as a, you know, never. I mean, I think it is now. <laughs> but 15 minutes or so in, I was okay still. <laughs> <laughs> You had no idea what was coming. I had no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, To be rejected like that and then to have him, to have her go and be with your son. I know. Well, you know, again, with his face and everything, to have like your worst moments that you're ashamed of and you're redeeming yourself for, and you feel like you never will, but you're trying to have all of those moments seen by the woman you love. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You at your absolute worst. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, a part of him he can't really control. You know, it's, it's him, but it's not him. It's, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird situation. Yeah, and she's felt, I mean, she's felt the pain of the world before, mm-hmm. but to have, to feel what Angelus felt also would just make it, you know, Probably to feel that much chilling. evil. Yeah. yeah. Why is Angelus so bad? Spike's not that bad. Because he wasn't a good person before. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Vampires in this universe are so interesting. They are. And Darla was never good, and she's who was True. his influence. Yeah. So, I mean, neither of them were ever good. So that would just be... Um, not perpetuated, but accentuated, I guess. Yeah, probably. it's true. It's just crazy. Yeah. How evil he is. I mean, he it's not like he was an axe murderer before he was a <laughs> vampire, but yeah. there's just something. Something there. It's crazy. Yeah, well, it sounds like he had pretty crappy dad that belittled him and stuff. I think Angela's just like the power and I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, daddy issues. Yeah. Yeah. My next note is RIP hubcap axe. (laughs) I have, Oh no. Good hubcap axe. (laughs) Oh, the beast squished it like it was a piece of gum. Just, I know. (laughs) I know. I've got a couple of things before that, after the um, Cordy and Angel scene that we were just talking about. I've got, haha, Gavin tied up looks kind of pathetic. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and then I have, these Connor and Cordy scenes are grossing me out, and this, again, was before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were a little, little intimate. A little intimate, especially for... Her like regretting kissing him earlier, you know. Uh-huh. I was like, "Yeah, don't 
put your hands on his shoulders and stuff. And, and she kept yeah. saying stuff like, you're... You're good with sweet talker. We're good with words like your dad. Yeah, like, and I think he even brushed his hair around yeah. his ear or something. And yeah. I was like, don't, don't be doing this. Don't if no, no. you know that he is attracted to you and you don't want to encourage it, you do none of this. None yes. of it, exactly. <laughs> and attending to his wounds with his shirt off. Yes, yes, yes. These uh, all go in the no. Yes, these were. <laughs> these are all no. the no nos. <laughs> Yep. Yep. So then I've got. Oh, I've got Angel busting through that column was cool. Oh yeah. When the. But then it happens to Connor in the next episode. Well, it wasn't so cool. It was. It was cool when it happened to Angel. (laughs) (laughs) Connor was like, "Yes." (laughs) (laughs) Wait, that one hurt. I got. Oh no! Get hubcap axe. And then I have Wesley with guns. Sweet. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Yeah, because what does he use? An arrow or something? And it's just completely ineffective. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why don't they have, like, firepower? They need, um, they need Buffy's bazooka or whatever. Rocket launcher. Rocket launcher. <laughs> Rocket launcher. <laughs> I wonder if that would do anything. <laughs> she just pulled it out for... For yeah. Principal Wood. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, she still, still has somewhere. <laughs> I just, I just loved how Wesley just unloads those two revolvers, and then all of a sudden, here comes the shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, it's awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. And the yeah, I've got oh, holy crap, Angel! You know when he got stuck in the neck and then thrown over the roof, like oh, dang. Yeah. It's funny though how he gets like so messed up and then thrown off a roof, and then when they get back to the hotel, they're like, "Oh, we got separated. He'll be here soon." <laughs> <laughs> how do you know he's not like a little pancake? <laughs> Even vampires hurt for a little while. Yes, I'd be a little worried about him. Uh, definitely, definitely. And not because of what he's witnessing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I have, why, why did that demon come up where Connor was born? I find that kind of interesting. What's going on there, the yeah. connection. Like... Is this demon from Kortoff? Did does Connor owe him something or something? <laughs> <laughs> Connor picked on him when he was a little demon, and now he's grown up to come back and get his revenge. Yeah, that's just what I had written here. I mean, now I know it must have to do with Angelus. I don't know. It's interesting that... The demon said, didn't he say at one point, you really think she's going to be safe with him? And then yeah. the next scene that they were sleeping together. Or it was pretty soon after that. Does he say something like, oh, Angel does. He says, I'm sure he's taking care of her. And then, yes, it is yet. Yep, because then my notes for that, I've got, no, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) 
is that when she's like seems like she's talking herself or him into it? Yes. Yes. No, 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 no. I've got terrible idea, Cordy. And I've got gross. No, I'm speechless. <laughs> and then I have, oh shit, Angel's watching. Oh man, I can't yeah. believe he sees it. And then my last oh, note is boy. Joss Whedon hates his fans. <laughs> <laughs> He just, he hates us. Yep. <laughs> Probably not the first person to say that. Joss Whedon just wants to watch the world burn. Because <laughs> it just... I don't know. I I know people make weird decisions. and In the face of, like, apocalypses? It, in the face of, like... <laughs> death and and stuff like that you know yeah yeah and i've mm-hmm. heard that sex is one of those like that is mm. what people do you know it's like we're it's tra- like a life celebration yeah and just uh be connected to someone in like the worst moment of your life it's yeah. it's a way mm-hmm. to connect with you know like you're stuck in a building that's about to collapse or something you know get mm-hmm. in a quickie you know <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know you know she was kind of seeming like you've never had this experience and if you're gonna die like right I want you to feel love or whatever I don't remember what she says she was saying something like how you know he's didn't get a childhood and doesn't really have a family and doesn't know what a family and real love is like so be motherly. I know. That's what I was like. No, no, no. I know what you're doing. No, 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 no. It's, it's hard to hear what she's actually saying when, like, my mind was just. My like, ears are ringing. Yes. yes. Like, like, in ah. anger. Uh, I just. Yeah, I kept trying to twist it to be like, okay, she's coming off as motherly. She's coming off as motherly. Please I know. Don't be motherly. I know. I just. Oh. And it just, I don't understand why they just, why they did this little twist in the plot. I don't, Joss hates us. (laughs) (laughs) What could be the worst thing for Angel and Cordelia's relationship? That really is the worst thing. It really is because, I mean... Already earlier in the episode, we've got her saying this just can't happen because of the Angela stuff. Or if it is, it's going to take some time, you know. And then, so you're like, okay, well, that sucks, but there's a glimmer of hope, you know. Mm-hmm. And then this happens, and it's like, all hope is dashed. That's just no way. Yeah. <laughs> I've said that before in this one. <laughs> nope. I was going to say, is nope. there anything they could do? <laughs> no way can they come back from this. <laughs> I can't make those dads anymore. <laughs> but man. Any theories on what they could do or anything? <sighs> Besides, like, memory erasing. 
bleach in brains. <laughs> I'll take some of that, thanks. <laughs> yes. For all of us, please. <laughs> Three, please. <sighs> wow. Uh, it's his freaking son. I know. That's a thing. It's not... It's not just watching the woman he it's loves Wesley like, or... sleep with another guy. Yeah. Sleep yeah. With his son. I mean, how can they be one happy little family when that's happened? Like, does Connor have to die? Does I I, I know that's the thing. It's you know. Would anyone mind if Connor died? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Connor and Gunn can just get into. A car wreck together. Maybe that's what's between Angelus and this beast is a long time ago, Angelus promised his firstborn to the beast. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's, he's back to get him. <laughs> Everybody wins. <laughs> the vampire. Because Angel- Angelus didn't think he'd ever have a baby. He's a vampire. So I promise he's you like, my firstborn. Yeah, like you a totally have my firstborn. No problem. <laughs> And he walks away, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how Connor was born. This beast is like, ha, ah, get you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What I, I mean I did find like in is it the long day's journey where Cordelia finally comes and talks to Angel and she's like, you need to get over this. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna get over it. I mean, part of me was like, yeah, I guess that's, that's a way to deal with it. Like, just get over it. It happened. (laughs) Move on. (laughs) Brain bleach for everybody. (laughs) But that's not really fair to Angel. I mean, that's a pretty bad, I don't know. Oh, I gotta say, in the next two episodes, I'm I totally support Angel's petulance, one hundred percent. Totally, yeah. I am with him with every word he says, every move he makes, and every brood he broods. Yep, I agree. I am right there with him. And every time he's like, "I'm gonna go with Gwen." I know. I think my notes are like, "Yeah." Oh yeah, me too. I was really happy. Yep. I said, you go, Angel. Make her jealous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, generally, I do have, like, the same, the get-over-it attitude. You know, don't dwell on stuff. Don't brood on stuff. Just find a way to move on, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of on Cordelia's side and kind of not, because I'm like, this is a big one. <laughs> it's a big one, and I think he deserves a little more time. <laughs> Yeah. Be petulant. Yep. <laughs> but the world is like ending, so they it can. Is. Exactly. That's the thing. He can be like... petulant and try to save the world. Yep. And she did enough to break through to him, and I think that was an awesome scene, actually. Yeah. I thought it was. Yeah. Good. I liked it. Yeah. So. So, yeah. If. <laughs> I just never thought they were going to go there. 
Uh, if you called that, you're a sicko. <laughs> <laughs> There's something wrong with you. <laughs> I was still stuck on the kiss. I can't believe they kissed. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you were so young then. You was like <laughs> nothing. I know. <laughs> I don't even care about the kiss anymore. No. She, I mean, she should have friend zoned him so fast, or like sun zoned him, or just been like, this yeah. never ever can happen. She and should have moved out and moved, moved to out. a far corner of the hotel. Yes. Yes. When she got her memory back and Connor was being a little iffy. Yeah. That's like, what she should have done. Why did she stay in that situation with him? You can be like, Angel, stay away from me. <laughs> Connor, stay away from That's me. That's the thing. After the kiss happened, she should never have been back at that apartment. No, she should not have stayed in the apartment. Because we're talking, he is a teenager. I can't sleep in the bed without you, then it. Yeah. And so, to stay in the same room, in a studio, where you can't even get away from each other. Yeah. That was just bad decision-making, Cordy. Bad. You're a hmm. higher being. <laughs> you were. <laughs> oh, the mighty have fallen. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, should we officially move on? Yes. Well, one thing. So, Connor has super hearing, uh-huh. above average strength, and super speed. But he's not a vampire because he can be in the daylight and his face has never changed. And obviously, he would know if he was a vampire. I think I've worked it out finally, and it just happened this week. I think since he's the spawn of two vampires, he got all the traits of a vampire except as a human. He got all their superpowers, if you will. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I've thought all along. But he's a human. I've just never really put it together, but I did now. I think Okay. it's never happened before, but the offspring of two vampires, he just he doesn't have that demon element that makes him a vampire which is the blood and the sunlight and the staking right mm-hmm. he's got a heart he's got a beating heart and blood yeah you know okay. so but he has like all of things. their traits but he has all their superpower traits yeah yeah so he's not some like demon hybrid thing i don't think so okay yeah i don't think he has any of the supernatural stuff just he's a little supernatural though yeah with the super speed and everything i don't think he has the demonic yeah right right that's that's what i meant glad that they addressed the freaking super hearing now tell kind of fred never to (laughs) stop talking to each other (laughs) kind of have (laughs) (laughs) emily gets her wish Yeah. Okay. Habeas Corpses is number 61. Um, My first note is I like Angel's temper tantrum and I want to join him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it opens up and he just like goes into a 
place on that roof and just you hear. Oh, I loved how they started that. (laughs) You know, that was just a second after he saw them. Yeah. Yeah. I just imagine myself in there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Give me that sledgehammer. Here, break this. (laughs) (laughs) My first note is... Way to go, Cordelia. The world didn't end, and you just left with an 18-year-old who was just a few months old a few months ago. (laughs) Have fun. Yeah, Yeah, not to mention the man you love's son. (laughs) Oh, that's an awkward morning after. Yes, that is awkward. And it was awkward. Very. She did make that bed, and she did lie in it. (laughs) Yep. The look on her face was pretty funny. She seemed pretty disappointed that the world didn't end. It's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> like, oh crap. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just have Yay Wesley written down. I don't know what he did. Uh, he breaks up with Lila officially. Oh, that's it. Yay, Wesley. According to my notes. <laughs> you guys got a wish. <laughs> yep. Yes. Hallelujah. That's, ah, oh, I am so glad he's chosen to come back to the gang. That oh, me needed. too. Yay. Oh, now, I was going to ask. I was going to say, hey, you know, he's kind of fighting with them. Yep. Things look pretty good. Things look good. Now I just need, I need gun to go away. Yeah, I'm. This tension can't last forever. Oh, it it can't. It cannot. I'll be super pissed if it does. And didn't Wesley save him twice? Or was it just the one time? At the end of the beast fight, after Angel gets thrown off the roof, yeah. Wesley like runs and grabs gun and uh-huh. like helps him and like even helps him walk into the hotel I think I mean yeah and then like five minutes later Gun's like duh, duh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> and they used to be so cute together it they makes me so mad it makes me so mad because <laughs> I know um, it'll never go back to that hmm I have the demon giant hoof feet are gross. <laughs> you know, this This is my first watch. I guess I've only watched this show twice. I never noticed they were actually hooves. I just, whenever I think of the beast, I think of the, like the biggest, clunkiest feet. <laughs> 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 and I never really no, there figured is. out that they're hooves. Yeah. It's funny. It and... kind of looks like, like the actor inside is on giant platform shoes, you know? Yeah. When he moves, he's like, I haven't yeah. had to work walk in high heels <laughs> ever. Yeah, they're like... High heels and this much makeup. They're like kiss boots that have been yeah. like <laughs> molded to look like hooves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I kind of liked that he didn't talk in the first episode almost at all. Yeah, but his, don't you think his weird, almost chuckles, I don't know, something about, he does a bit of a nevo. (laughs) 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 
I guess a little. <laughs> I don't know. Just something about like they'll they did it a couple times. They would just fan to his face and he'd be like doing this weird little chuckle or something. I don't know. I just I was not down with that at all. <laughs> um let's see. Oh, I've got I love how Lord is so quick to stay behind. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that. <laughs> and I love later when they just reappear and he's sitting there drinking a martini, yes. <laughs> reading a gossip magazine. <laughs> and he looks at his way. Me up. I love oh, how he gosh. looks at his drink. <laughs> 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 it's just so funny that he's like, "I'll stay, I'll stay, Mimi." Yeah. And then you see him, he's just relaxing with the martini while they're all fighting. <laughs> I just love him. I do too. Oh, I have to say, in that last episode, like when people kept, you know, reporting supernatural things. Yeah. That Uh was great. All their phone conversations. Oh, yeah, there's some good ones. Yes. There are some great ones. You only hear one side. Yep. (laughs) You're fifth in line for the bleeding walls. (laughs) (laughs) They get less and less um, sympathetic the more calls they get. I think Lauren finally tells someone just spray some 409 on it. (laughs) (laughs) And the snakes. (laughs) Oh, yes, the snakes. I was going to mention that. I love that. Do we do snakes? I'm supposing they come out of some guy's ass. <laughs> Is that what everyone else got from that? Yes, that's what okay. I got. No, I, I liked it when Lauren asked Angel, and Angel goes, oh, big snakes? Demon snakes? Giant demon snakes? <laughs> do we do snakes? No, unless they're giant snakes or demon snakes. Are they giant demon snakes? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and Angel was so bored and wanted something to happen. <laughs> he wanted him to be giant demon snakes so bad. He did. <laughs> That's an apocalypse now-ish, I think. Was it that was. when he was like, should I alphabet- should I or arrange my weapons by killing power or alphabetically? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, sorry, I just remembered that part. I didn't take any notes. No, that's fine. I liked how Angel could risk Fred, but not Gordy. (laughs) Yeah. Where he's like, Gordy, you stay behind with Lauren. Come on, Fred, we gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure it wasn't as much risking Gordy as he just didn't want her there. He just didn't want her there, yeah. I think he was right, you know. He was yeah. honest. I don't want you there. He just. Yeah. I loved his little. <laughs> she says she's tired. He's like, I wonder why. <laughs> loved all of it. <laughs> he did have some good little jabs. <laughs> he did. <laughs> and she's like a little confused, like, nah, he doesn't know. <laughs> what is he talking about? And then he kicks her out. Go back to your boyfriend. And her face. Oh. <laughs> oh, that was so great. Good. He says, "Take your new boyfriend and get out, get the hell out of here." <laughs> I was like, "Snap!" Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's. I think that's the end of this one. It's the end yeah. of this one, yeah. Um, I've got. Let's see. I did like 
Angel and Connor's kind of zombie versus vampire talk. Oh man, I love how that. <laughs> Angel's trying to like show a difference between vampires and zombies. <laughs> well, they're the like, Walking like Dead, you. like you. <laughs> they crave human flesh, like, like you. you. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> they're stupid. <laughs> Um, all I wrote down is then why did you ask Gun? Can't I think Gun? Gun asked Wesley something and Wesley answered and Gun got mad at the answer. (laughs) I was like, I don't know. And then I was like, sweet Gun, like it. Sweet Gun got bit. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I I was like, okay, that's really noble. You know, he's like, you guys go on ahead. I'll save you. Like, this yep. would solve a lot of our problems. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the zombies will eat. <laughs> <laughs> Paves a way to have Wesley and Fred, Fred get together. together. Well, I've got, no wow. petulant gun. <laughs> I've got, wow, gun may go down. Or Tyrese is way out of there. Yep, Pete Tyrese is way out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Tyrese and The Walking Dead, there's a – he they kind of did it in the show, but in the comic book, he gets trapped in – it's while they're at the prison. Mm-hmm. And he gets trapped in, like, this big gymnasium that's got, like, a couple hundred walkers in it. And they just kind of have to leave him in there, like. Well, there goes Tyrese, you know, no getting out of that. And like a couple hours later, he's like, what's up, guys? And he just he's went medieval on the zombies. <laughs> you don't see it. You don't know how he did it. Oh, man. <laughs> he made it. That's so, awesome. that's well, God did, came out of there not even looking like he was fighting. I know. Yeah. He, like, wasn't sweating. There was no blood on him. And hadn't they put, like, a big piece of furniture in front of the door? So, he, yes. He like, it was awkward. <laughs> it was bad. It was awkward, bad filming problems. <laughs> yeah, I thought that there had to be like a major time jump or something. I was like, wait, did I did I miss like a blur or something? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, somehow gun that was quite a few zombies. So is he afraid of little girls? <laughs> Did you guys catch that? Uh-uh. They talk about... Let's see. It's about the little girl up in the white room. Mm-hmm. And it was like, face a million hungry zombies or the little scary little girl. And he's like, well, you know what I would choose. Oh, that's right. Are and you... Fred implies that he would have chosen the zombies. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, do we know this about God? Fred does. Maybe it's just that, like, there's nothing creepier than, like, a child who's super evil. Oh, I'm on board with the scary little girls. Oh, heck yeah. Thought it was funny and wondered uh, if there was something I was Are we supposed to know this? I don't know. If that's a callback. Not that I've picked up on. Or if it's just funny because Fred knew that. I like that. (laughs) Yeah, that's funny, too. Or he can definitely handle himself around a lot of zombies. I mean, he somehow 
got out of that situation. <laughs> Unscathed. <laughs> yeah, and we don't know much about these zombies. We don't know if their bite or scratch turned you into a zombie. You know, we just... Oh, I, I know. My head is just... The Walking Dead has just kind of become my zombie <laughs> yeah. myth, you know, like what I pull from. So when he got bit, I was like, oh, he's done. Not too bad. <laughs> They're going to have to put him down. <laughs> Shot to the head for gun. Yep. Yep. It's all my notes. So, um, what should we discuss, though? Well, there's Delilah Wesley. Yeah. But we kind of talked that one about that when we went over Harold's, but... Do you have any Lila thoughts? Good riddance. <laughs> <laughs> you think she's gone? No. I don't. I don't know. I think she could be. I think... I don't know. Is Wolfram and Hart going to be a thing anymore? I mean, they're all basically... Yeah, that's something to talk about. Yeah. They're all dead. They're basically dead, plus the... Like the white room girl is the white yeah, room the girl. conduit. I think they call it the conduit to the senior partners is dead. Right. Mm-hmm. No, there's going to be some sort of aspect of it because we haven't met these senior partners, have we? Have we? We haven't. That big. There was a big demon that came to a party one time. That one might have been a senior partner, but. I don't think it was ever, like, super clear. Hmm. Right The senior partners, I think I said this once on the podcast, um, are never seen, and it's implied they're not just humans. That's Um, right. You kind of compared them to the ending of Cabin in the Woods, right? Yeah. In fact, people... Uh have a theory that they're connected. Mm, that's right. Those big things that come out. Sorry, Cabin in the Woods spoilers. The big things that come out of the ground uh-huh. at the very end. At the very end. Are like, it, people like to connect those as the senior partners. Huh. And that's, I like that explanation. They don't have to be the, in the same universe, but just the thought that they're like these ancient like that's gods how, that control the earth. Right. <laughs> like that's how Joss pictured them. Yeah. Kind of in his mind. I It would be strange if Wolfram and Hart is just done, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I mean, every character they've introduced us to is, you know, Lila's still alive, but probably fleeing. And let me um, remind you that we have been... We have seen Wolf, Ram, and Hart in other dimensions. Yes. Oh, that's right. They're yep. not just an L.A. office. We know that there's a satellite office. Isn't there a Omaha office or something uh, like that? <laughs> like, this is just a chapter. That's yeah. true. That's true. Okay. I forgot about that. Discuss. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did like that. Wesley came back and saved Lila too. I did. 
even after breaking up with her, he was like... He's a gentleman. Yes, he is. Absolutely. I would expect nothing less from him. Well, I mean, just because you... A hero like Wesley. Just because you break up. dark. Yeah, but, you know, just because you break up with someone doesn't... You don't want him dead. Yeah. Yeah. He's dark Wesley, but he's not a bad guy. Yes. Um, I was so confused when I saw... Gavin wrestling around in the supply closet. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? Why does he want all that toilet paper? <laughs> oh, I'm going to steal all He's the toilet paper I can. Company. <laughs> no one's going to mind now. <laughs> Things are in chaos. I finally can break all that toilet paper out. <laughs> I was glad there was further explanation later. Yes. yes. <laughs> Me too. Me too. And you could tell that he was going to open his eyes when they did that camera angle where Connor walks past him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it didn't it surprise like... me at all. Yeah. I wasn't thinking zombie. I just thought maybe he had been faking dead. Yeah. I was thinking that, like, maybe Wolfram and Hart employees have, you know, they get some sort of immunization when they get hired where they can't die. Hmm. Unless <laughs> unless killed by another partner or something like that. We did see Bernard they... again. What was his name in the show? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> we just That's think funny. Of I just Bernard. think of Bernard. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you make an impression on us in one show. That's... I know. You're done. (laughs) (laughs) Who is that from? Uh, From Lost. Uh, Yeah, I'm not not sure you made it as far as Bernard. Probably. I don't. Oh, yeah, you guys only made it like season two, huh? Season two, yeah. Yeah. We were dunsies. Um. What was I going to say? I had something, but I forgot. Oh, um, when they get into the elevator to go to the white room, and they're like, are you going to remember the code, Angel? And he goes, yeah, photographic memory. Did we know this? Yeah, and the wiki pointed to the episode we found that out in, and it wasn't very long ago. It was, wasn't it the one where he... Rearranged the chairs to see who would... Oh, yeah. That is it. Yeah, because it was supersymmetry. Yeah. Oh. oh, I don't remember them. He so. was able to remember where everybody was sitting to try and figure out who was there and who might have opened the portal uh-huh. when Fred was giving her speech. Oh, uh, that's... Yeah, I guess I just didn't put too much thought into that. That... That would be hard to remember all that. Huh, okay. So I guess we did know this recently. Um, that's all the notes I have on this. I don't think we missed anything important. I really loved Angel's final words to Cordelia. I thought that was great. Yeah, that was great. Because mm-hmm. I was really hoping... He was going to tell her that he knew. I was 
Yeah. Really hoping this wasn't going to be one of those. That he just keeps to himself. That he keeps to himself because that's, that's messed up. Yeah. You know. And it's just a stupid trope where they're, you know, suffer in silence and then they're finally like, I know what you did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was a good moment to tell her and surprise her and just be like, get out. (laughs) I just love the way you, yep, get the hell out of my hotel. I'm glad you're Take your boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) It was awesome. Mm -hmm. Yep. Ugh, but he's just got that. We all have just that image etched in our brains. <laughs> it really makes me angry. <laughs> <sighs> so gross. <laughs> I just keep going back to Ray's. I would like Connor sucks, and he's like, "Welcome to season five as an Angel fan." <laughs> <laughs> season four, yeah. Season four, yeah. <laughs> you have no idea. Oh, how young you are, B. <laughs> <laughs> well, we aren't young now. I've seen things. <laughs> seen things you can never wash away. I can never unsee that. <laughs> Some things you just can't unsee. <laughs> that's that is one definitely of one of them. <laughs> I did not need to see that. <laughs> All right, long day's journey. Yeah. Number 72. I like this one. Me too. I liked it too. I really liked the interest of the Mahatet. What are they called? <laughs> yeah, uh, the totems. Yeah, the totems. That's why I... Yeah. You guessed correctly. Gwen comes back. Yeah. Is Yay! she going to come back again? Yes, I they built quite the set for her apartment. True. Yeah. yeah. I can I can see us seeing her again. I can see her having some helpful to the gang her little powers. Mhm. And I like her. Yeah. But I like how Ray put it like you like her but you you still Don't can't trust, trust her, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. I kind of like that about her. That she's kind of a mystery. Yeah. Because, yeah, that's my first note. Is that Gwen? My first note is I think Angel Food might be my favorite nickname. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all his little pastry Bye, names and all of them, <laughs> Angel Food is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> How does he not call him that all the time? I don't know. <laughs> He's called <it> sticky buns. <laughs> angel cakes. <laughs> the angel food is amazing. I like how being shut up 
with Connor in that little room is driving Courtney, cra- Courtney, Cordy crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's her fault. Again, you made that bed. Yes, you did. Yes. You you made that gross, disgusting bed. You could have. Like, it feels like incest, you know. It does. Yeah, it really it's, does. It's yucky. And I have already talked about how gross their bed is. Yes, yes. And now it's so gross. Now it's even grosser. <laughs> it's, now it's sinful too. Yeah. <laughs> it's gross in many ways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um my next, my second notes. Guns insecurities are really bugging me. <laughs> I think this See, is. I wrote, gun needs to step back. <laughs> yeah, I think this is the one where. They... This is where he gets my lecture on. Just let her go. If she's gonna go, she's gonna go. Yeah. You can't just hold on to her. Uh huh. Step back. Step off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, because it. Yes, this is. It's when. Wesley and Fred are figuring out she knows what Wesley's talking about. She's like, oh, the totems. Yeah. And he gets all jealous that she knows that they have this little thing in common and he's got to walk up and he puts his arm around her waist. Like, I don't know. You can talk to her, but I get to touch her. I don't know. I, I just hate She's that. She's mine. I hate Ugh. that attitude so it, much. Yeah, it's very possession-y, which is not cool. It's not, because, again, it, they're trying to figure out how to stop this. So it's not like they're sitting there flirting and laughing, you know? Uh-huh. Right. They're it's... trying to be helpful. <laughs> He needs he needs Cordy's lecture. Get over it. Get There's over it. Bigger things at stake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. He needs that lecture right now. Angel did too, but I wouldn't expect him to get over it quite yet. But Gun, you get over it. Yeah, but Angel did. He was like, "All right, he I've totally got to be did. the champion right now." I'm not sure all is forgiven. Blah blah blah. No. But he at least snapped out of his broodiness enough to. I did like how talk to her. And hear what she had to say, and and he took it to heart because yes, and he did go downstairs and say, okay, he we need a plan. I know, he kind of sounded like a colonel or something, like, all right, yeah. troops, this is what we're gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if Angel can get it together, and he witnessed what he witnessed, I mean, Gun's got no. Nothing's going on. There's nothing to be jealous about. It makes me so mad. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, maybe they do have more in common than you two do, but but she... it's not like they're they slept together or anything. Right. Yeah. And she is not your possession. Well, no. plus they've been together for quite a while now. She chose Gun. Yeah. You know. Right. She had her choice. She had her choice, and she chose Gun. Oh well. I'll give myself the advice, get over it. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> I 
I did like how Angel took Gwen, though. That was kind of a little dig to... Yep. <laughs> and I did like Gwen's little quote when they're, like, climbing down into that cave. Where were you when they taught stealth and superpowers? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he saw loud. <laughs> it was fun to see Cordy a little jealous and unhinged about Gwen. Uh-huh. Liked that a lot. I did too, but thought it was a little uncalled for. I think Angel has every right to be a little bit like that. You bet. Uh-huh. I yeah. just, I, I like her being bothered about it. I do too. Because <laughs> it's her fault. It's totally her fault because she seduced him (laughs) she seduced his son bad 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 bad, bad, bad move (laughs) I mean just yesterday she told him that she couldn't be with him but it was funny that she'd seen their kiss from up in her higher power land oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was all very fun Um, and I just like how he just says everything. <laughs> She's like, it's a four-hour drive each way. I'm sure we'll find something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I just enjoy it, and I support Angel all the way, 100%. <laughs> well, can you imagine the four hour drive there and back with Cordy and Angel? That would be so <laughs> awkward. Yeah. Mm-mm. He needed some new life. Someone like Gwen. Speaking of when they take turns in this episode, keeping watch, and she's like, oh, good. This will give us a chance to talk. He's like, let's not. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> shuts her down totally <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's just one of those things you just don't really need to talk about there's nothing you can say that would make it sound like oh I get it <laughs> no I totally get why you seduced my son <laughs> oh, okay yeah that's so fine. earlier that day you told me that you loved me <laughs> but you couldn't be with me <laughs> But you can be with my son. Oh. Little fire falls from the sky. <laughs> no, no. Remember you that hop into bed with Connor. We... <laughs> Remember that little guy that we had to like rock and you know take care of and swaddle just a few months ago? Yeah, go sleep with him. That's fine. Oh, and laid between you while you talked about what to do with all that money. Oh yeah. Oh, those days. Stupid Cordy. <laughs> <laughs> so mad at her. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got. Haha, this guy is the last totem. That was a, a fun little surprise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I wrote, you know, I bet he would look pretty handsome in Armani. <laughs> I just had a vision of him. I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> he looks like he looks like he would clean up well. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I was like, why is there, I thought, he, like, t- 
tourist in the cave. Like, just like Same. somebody had been <laughs> spelunking and happened to witness. I got lost from my tour group. That's exactly yeah. what I thought. Exactly what I thought. That's funny. This show and Buffy, they do very well. Just last thing you'd expect. or yep. Just taking somebody that's important. Like, you know, these... All of them are so mystical and mm-hmm. Egyptian-ish. And he's just <laughs> uh, just like this tourist-looking guy that likes lap dances. <laughs> <laughs> he likes lap dances and porn. Yep. <laughs> so funny. It's it's so Buffyverse. Yeah. It is one of my favorite things. I love the demons with just normal voices. I love Skip, you know. <laughs> yep. Skip's gone to see the latest movie, whatever that was. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> That's awesome. I I do have a quote from Cordy. Why did that small yucky man say that? <laughs> yeah, and then my last note is, ooh, Angelus. <laughs> Mine too, and jealous. <laughs> <laughs> well, they turned uh, L.A. dark. Yeah, they'll find a way to s- fix that. Um, in the episode "Offspring," the Niazian prophecies foretell that Connor's creation will lead mankind into darkness. Hmm. And here it does it. Hmm. Connor's creation? Like Connor being created? Yeah, Connor's birth or creation. Oh, okay. It happened where he was born. Well, the beast, you know, rose up where he was born. born. Yeah, I'm... I'm really interested to find out what this connection between all this is that's going on here. The Angelus thing, what that's about. Yeah. yeah. And why does he keep going after Connor if it really is Angelus that he has a connection to? Because I'm right. He wants Angel's firstborn son. <laughs> Then why did you throw him out the window? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It'll be... We'll never guess it. Yeah. Um, nope. But... (laughs) (laughs) I will pipe in there. I already know that. I'll never guess. (laughs) Um... What was I going to say? Oh, I wonder, like, is this the apocalypse that Wolfram and Hart kept talking about that Angel has such an important role in, but that doesn't seem like it was because they seemed like they had all this stuff in place for that, and now they're all dead. So. Well, wasn't the whole thing that Wolfram and Hart wanted to stop this because it was getting in the way of their, of their apocalypse. apocalypse. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. 
So yeah, this isn't that one. Yeah. Good, another apocalypse. Of course. How many apocalypses <laughs> can you have? One a season. Has <laughs> <laughs> Angel, they haven't had an apocalypse yet, have they? I don't think so. I don't think so. Buffy's had eight numerous many. Yep. Gee, I'm mad. I don't know. Yeah, me too. I mean, all in all, this was a. I liked this stretch. Oh, does anyone have a theory about what happened at Gwen's house that killed Manny? Oh. Um, I was gonna ask that. Uh... <sighs> okay. We do find out, by the way. Yeah. Okay. The thing that was confusing me is that it didn't look like that door had like a knob on it or like like she touched it and it opened. You know, it looked like it was electronically activated. So is there a way that somebody other than Gwen could have gotten into that room? And it wasn't torn apart like the beast just went in and rampaged. So, yeah, I, okay, so, so Angel and Cordy are on watch. They both have a drink and then like, obviously they like their drink is, they were roofied or something. Uh-huh. Right, it seemed to have been drugged. Yeah, so... But then... So they're talking about how it's an inside job. They kind of suspect Gwen. But then at the end... So did Angel do that? That's probably my strongest suspicion is the angel did it under like some somehow system. somehow this beast is like controlling his memory or something so but he would have like go. that seems to be happening to need to spike <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about that right now wrong <laughs> I've only watched the first of the next set of Buffy's. I haven't watched any, so she's... I'm confused. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You guys need to chime in when you watch those two and let me know. Yep. Because the little girl said it's it's Among You, right? Or something like that. Uh Yeah, and that seemed to be indicating Angel because it's Angelus that the Beast was talking to in Cordy's... Right. Did they think it was Connor? They gun did. did gun was all gun did. Yeah. <sighs> so, who spiked their drink and who killed the thing, the Manny guy? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. It wasn't suicide. No, he was but, like 
torn apart. <laughs> yeah. I guess. I mean, the beast would have had to. Yeah. I'm. Well, maybe he was able to just angel. appear. Maybe he was just able to appear in there. Because he yeah, did cause like. How did he get up to the white room? Right. Yeah, how did he get in the white room? And then in Connor's apartment thing, you know, Wesley and Fred open up that portal and the beast goes in, but then he just kind of walks right back in. Yeah. So, like, he's able to, like, teleport or something. Yeah. Slip through dimensions or something. So maybe he was able to just appear in that panic room. Yeah. That's what I'm going with. <clears throat> He's got super beastie magical powers. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's that or he has some sort of influence over Angel. Or it's a third thing that we don't know. Right. <laughs> Because I was thinking, what if it was? What if we find out it was Angel that killed that Manny guy? But Angel would have had blood all over him. Yeah. So, hmm, I don't know. That's what I'm that going must with. Be a problem. Yeah, that the bees has some sort of teleportation type skill. Yeah. All right. Yep. Well, you got two episodes coming up. Okay. The first one is called Awakening. Hmm. And you know what? I just made this decision. I think the second one, the title, is too spoilery. <laughs> is it? <laughs> Angelus Rises. And. <laughs> <laughs> Cordy and Connor's wedding. <laughs> and Jealous' no. day of fun in L.A. Oh my gosh, what if Connor got her pregnant? I thought about that. Oh, oh it just... The worst thing ever. That just dawned on me. Oh no. <laughs> Ew. You. <laughs> Too far, Joss. Too far. <laughs> Why do you hate us so much? <laughs> oh, you guys look and it's called expecting oh wait we already had one called that <laughs> angel becomes a grandpa <laughs> grandpa angel <laughs> grandpa and jealous <laughs> that'd be pretty spoilery <laughs> grandpa and jealous kills the beast <laughs> I wonder what that was about. <laughs> A lot happens in that episode. <laughs> and gun dies. <laughs> <laughs> and Wesley and Fred's marriage. 
I have to go to the bathroom. Oh man. Oh, so funny. My stomach hurts now. <laughs> <laughs> This funniest dad's shirt pants. <laughs> what? His dad's shirt pants. <laughs> no. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing will ever be as funny as that. <laughs> dad's jacket pants. <laughs> Oh, man. Man. <laughs> I can't tell you the next episode. <laughs> Grandpa and Jealous Gills. to say Awakening is my favorite episode of the season. Oh, cool. That's good to know, right? That is yes. After all this despair. <laughs> I sometimes like to say which is my favorite and whatnot. I thought it was worth saying. This is my favorite of the season. Nice. In my top five, at least. Yeah, top five. Oh, so goes to its lowest episodes. blows and then comes back up. It, you know, <laughs> stuff happens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. All right. Yeah. That's that. <laughs> we did it. I did it. <laughs> Thanks for joining us here on Soon Be Yelled Angel. <laughs> you were very civil. And it was a lot of fun having you on, B. I would have had a really tough time just me and Sue and having Sue trying to bounce things off me and just being like, ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because sometimes that is hard because I feel I'm just talking to myself. Mm -hmm. And this was just one of those times that just worked out good. Yeah, I mean, even Harold mentioned it is, I, don't, I can't talk too much about it, it's too spoilery, so that's very interesting to me. Because there's going to be a baby. <laughs> so, Grandpa and Jealous. Grandpa and Jealous. <laughs> Okay, so it's Awakening and then the, the one after that. So just two. Okay. Cool. Well, all right. 
Good times. Good times. You can send us feedback at zoowatchesbuffy at gmail.com. Unless we start a new email, B and Sue yell at angel at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yep. Next time is Buffy. Yeah. And enjoy these episodes. Yep. All right. Did B go to the bathroom? <laughs> she must have. All right. All right. We will sign off for B. Yep. Thanks, B. Thanks, B. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See ya. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Love on the rocks Ain't no surprise Just pour me a drink And I'll tell you some lies Got nothing to lose So you just sing the blues All the time Gave you my heart Gave you my soul You left me alone here With nothing to hold Yesterday's gone Now all I want is a smile First they say they want you you need you can say what you want not much you can do when the feeling is gone maybe blue skies above but it's cool when your love's on the rocks Ain't no big surprise 
Just pour me a drink and I'll tell you my lies Yesterday's gone And now all I want is a smile You could do the intro me and say, well, this is B doing it because Sue died of anger. <laughs> and M refuses to talk. <laughs> M doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> and I like the, and we're going to just yell at the show. <laughs> or yell at Cordy or whatever. Uh, <laughs> whoever wrote the episode <laughs> the writers I suppose <laughs> someone's getting it <laughs> they could have refused they could have refused to act it out and been like no that's not how I want to portray my character because because <laughs> that's just stupid that would never happen <laughs> ever <sighs> things I have to keep from you guys Man, <laughs> I was so grossed out just by their kiss last time. I know. Oh, oh no. Uh, it's gonna be bad. Connor sucks. I mean, like, if I would have taken a selfie while I was watching that, it, like, you wouldn't have been able to see my jaw because it would have been like, <laughs> it wouldn't have fit on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't bip and believe it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, Emily it's... got an angry text from me. <laughs> I did, I got it. Like two weeks ago or a week and a half ago. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to watch them Sunday and my Sunday got hijacked and then my Monday got hijacked. So I didn't watch them till last night. <laughs> I've been waiting. I'm like, Sue hasn't said anything. I've been expecting something from her. (laughs) I've been silenced by my anger. (laughs) Sue's gone catatonic. (laughs) You guys call Cam. We haven't heard from Sue. And he's like, I don't know what happened. Jesus. Last I knew, she was going in to watch Angel. (laughs) She's just in the corner, staring at the wall. (laughs) Emily Emily is unwilling to leave Angel's side at the mama bear bed. Angel, Emily moved Angel from the couch into the bed. She kicked Don, Spike, and Romero out. No, I actually decided to just make him his own little room at the inn. <laughs> decided it wasn't fair to kick out everybody else out of the mama bear bed. That's and seriously, I could put him in there. Spike has just got to get over it. Or you guys could take him out to ice cream again. <laughs> Me and Matt. Wait, you said Don? That's not 
Don, like... No, Don Draper. Oh, okay. Hi, Mama Bear Don. (laughs) When did she get in the bed? Oh. Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) No. Did I miss something? (laughs) No. No, I, I Mama Bear Don Draper. Okay, that makes much more sense. 